Welcome back to another episode of J Crypto. Today, I'm here joined by Damon, the CMO of Charlie Three. Damon, Hi. thanks for coming on to the yeah. channel, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's uh, it's great to get back into the swing of these. And even though I'm sick with the big old C, I still want to reach oh, out no. to the communities. Oh, geez. Well, hey, we hope that you get better, man. It's, it's not so bad. We'll continue. I still keep working. So here we go. Well, I should probably say full disclosure that I'm like a, a, a wounded warrior repping his uh, <laughs> his cause out here today <laughs> yeah. with the Patriots. Um, we got we got slammed yesterday uh, by the Bills. Now we're out. But, um, dude, I, I just want to say thank you to you for for making my day special, because this is probably one of the I, I would say one of the bigger interviews I've probably done so far. And I just appreciate you coming on. And I'm hoping to, like I said before, we were chatting, ask you a few questions that maybe you guys haven't been asked before. I've briefed up on a few interviews. Yeah. Love some um, new questions. That'd be great. Yeah, man. So let me just dive right into it. So, because there's a few Charlie three questions I got specific to Cardano, but before we do that, let me kind of, it's an Oracle on Cardano. Now you guys are doing the decentralized, you know, Oracle, you have multiple nodes. Yeah. And the main thing for Oracles that are gathering data is you need accurate data and then you need data that can be kind of updated uh, lively and is yeah. uh, reliable. So you have multiple nodes and that gives you different sources of data kind of going on. And then you also have kind of that consensus going on because they interact with each other. Correct. Is that, yes. is that kind of good so far? Yeah. So basically we, we take those nodes that makes up our decentralized network, right? So that's how we can say we're decentralized because we're not actually controlling those nodes or where they get the information from or, or anything, their, their data. Uh, we just give them the tech to run uh, our Oracle system on them. So, yep. or to run the node basically. So they pull in multiple points of the same type of data, you know, like yeah. the price of ADA from five different exchanges, you know, so I'll get that from five different uh, node operators and the price might be slightly different because those are trading at different values. And so what we, we then do is, you know, have that consensus or we, we aggregate and then come to a consensus on that data and then give it out to our uh, partners or consumers uh, in a EUTXO ticket basically and then that's, they consume yeah. it yeah that's the part that i'm interested in actually is the eu so but uh and, and when we get into cardano a little bit but the one other thing too is you have um you have kind of this rewarding and i guess punishing of staking correct right. with the uh c3 token is it or charlie yeah. 3 token c3 so, yeah so basically people can stake the c3 token running the node and then based on the node's performance, they're either getting slashed or rewarded. Is there anything that I'm missing there? <laughs> Apologies for the coughing that's going to happen. Oh, no worries, man. <laughs> like It's all good. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, so sort of. So the, the way that we're going to set it up is that um, the staking that you do isn't traditional. It's not like you put in money and then you get money continuously back like normal staking is. So the way that our system works is that the node operators are actually getting paid by the projects, by the consumers, not directly from us. So to become a node operator, we will have a minimum amount that you have to put in as like skin in the game kind of thing uh, to stake and gain that position. 
and basically once the the projects the consumers put out a call for data that they need uh and you then are able to put a correct uh a correct piece of data that falls within a certain margin of uh the average of what comes in if that is shown that you have provided that and it is correct and it's good and it adds to the consensus and the aggregation and it gets back to the person with the or the consumer with the right data, then you get rewarded for that. You get money that the uh, person, the consumer has put out as a call, like they're, they're going to pay you this much to get that. And that is all paid in C3 tokens. So the projects all have to purchase bulk of our token. Uh, to then pay out to the node operators. And then a small portion of that comes back to us as a treasury so that we can use it to then pay off the API providers, basically. So it's all just a big loop and we never really touch anything. But because the projects are all purchasing our token all the time, that keeps things a lot more stable. Isn't that so cool? Like that decentralization and blockchain kind of flips that data provider consumer model into having this token I just think that that's, that's just so, so like interesting. It's a really unique, like even within crypto, it's a pretty pretty cool, I think. And and, and just even within crypto, (laughs) it's a unique model on how it sells. Cause we don't, cause we don't deal with the regular consumer, right? We're we're like the the regular person, like yourself, the normal trader. We're not a front end application. We're, we're backend support basically. They have to buy your token, but the, 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 um, not the consumer, but the actual platforms that want to use your product essentially to get the data, they have to buy the actual token to then pay the node operators, which is so it's, it's exactly. Yeah. So they're not just paying them with other things or normal money. Yeah. They're, they're purchasing it with our token. So, which is cool. And then some of it comes back to us as like a buyback. So then we can use that to either make money ourselves to sell on the market and then hire more people to increase the company, or uh, we use it to, depending on how much comes back to us, uh, pay off the API providers and stuff as well, like I said before. So it's, yeah, it's a good loop, but uh, it doesn't give a lot of money to us directly. I'll say that much. Interesting. Now, is this the, because isn't this similar to Chainlink's model or? Yeah, it's quite similar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll come up with something different, but obviously we're not going to reinvent the wheel, you know, like most projects and most inventions in life are all, you know, improvements on somebody else's designs from the past. So we're doing the same thing, but having to code it all in Haskell, which is a, That's the thing, right? is a completely different. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so would you say that Charlie three is kind of native to Cardano in that respect? Yeah, absolutely. Purely native. We have no possible functionality on ethereum as it sits uh it's all haskell the only thing that confuses people is because we still have a erc20 token which will be changing uh before the end of the month here okay yes i i'm aware of that that's mm-hmm. interesting too um do you think that that kind of gives you a advantage to being an oracle solution on cardano versus chain i think isn't Chainlink also a partner of Cardano though? Yeah, or... they they partnered with Cardano in in the summer uh, at the summit, right? Yep. Which was a big surprise to us. This wasn't a surprise to us that Chainlink's going to try and move over. Of course, it's a huge new market, you know. But, but that early uh, kind of maybe. But yeah, I mean, it, as an official partner, was was a confusing surprise because they're not building on Haskell, right? Like they're not yeah. building a native solution. They can't. They'd have to redo their entire Oracle system. What they're waiting for is. Uh, something like EVM. 
yeah, EVM. So something like Milk Immediate ah. that's that's coming over to to. So they're going to help with like things. scaling, maybe. Is kind yeah, of I mean, there's definitely going to there's just certain ones of our partners that are already already going to be using them, like uh, Paribus, um, because they're also doing EVM is is uh, in cross chain, so they're using Chainlink. But then us for Haskell stuff um, and Lick, not sorry, Indigo is using both of us as well. And, That's a cool like, one, man. I love Indigo, and, by the way. That's yeah, an interesting one by, by itself. Great. I love uh, Eric and Jenna, but both of those applications are doing kind of the same thing. They're doing um, synthetics, right? But one of yes. them is made of Haskell and one of them's not. Paribus is doing a lot of different things with uh, NFTs and other such things as well. I'm an advisor for, for that uh, project also. So um, yeah, it's it's it, it does give us an advantage because when Chainlink's waiting for EVM compatibility and they can still access the system eventually, but now you guys are getting market share. Well, yeah, but now, yeah, but yeah. they're having to run their their Oracle systems through Ethereum, right? It's coming yeah. off of Cardano, then it has to port through whatever EVM system that's going on, and then get into theirs, and then do the updates on Ethereum, and it's higher higher uh, transactions for the updates. And both ways. So it gets way more expensive and then it has to get sent back. So there's so many more points of failure and going onto a slower network to do the update and coming back. So you might not get the updates in time that you need. It might not be accurate then because now it's old. And that's that's a problem where where we can solve that. But having the redundancy uh, of a multiple Oracle system is is good. I, I thought it was, I, I always thought it would play out kind of this way. It was multiple just because it's healthy and it just yeah. happens with most things in life, right? Competition. Yeah. But I did notice that, that Charlie three seems to be a, the biggest player when it comes to native Oracle solutions. And then what highlighted that may have been the um, DeFi Alliance kind of announcement I guess. Yeah. How is, how's everything going with the DeFi lights, by the way? I just wanted to Good. ask somebody on the other side, cause you're the first person I got to interview from, <laughs> like being part of that. So yeah, I'm just it's, excited about the whole thing, man. We're, <laughs> we're very excited about it as well. Um, mm-hmm. Because we didn't expect it to go so fast with, you know, mm-hmm. getting attention of uh, Charles and the IOHK. Um, oh, I think really? it was only, Oh yeah. It was like our third meeting and they, they jumped in and Charles is in. And now he's talked about uh, joining us a lot and potentially funding us and all that kind of stuff. So we we had a meeting with him, and now we we have continuous meetings with the IOHK and, and Charles to uh, to. You guys didn't make, next. you guys didn't expect that like to happen so quick. No, or, <laughs> we just, just thought we were going to start working yeah. together. And some of us had connections <laughs> to, to the top already, like, but not to Charles. Like some of us had connections just to just to some senior members of the IOHK. Like I, I met a bunch of them when I was in London a couple of weeks ago and it was really, really great, but we didn't expect them to want to like get involved and join our meetings and, you know, give us money or anything. Like we were just doing as a help, <laughs> help the ecosystem out. So now that it's, now that it's more official and, and whatnot, and they're talking about, you know, making us, you know, part of their systems and stuff. It's like, it's really cool. So a few outcomes I've seen just on the boots on the ground guy in Twitter spaces in the yeah. community is there's all these other alliances now forming that are looking at you guys and being like, holy mackerel, like we got to, we got to kind of, they're leading the way for us with yeah. DeFi too, but we should make NFT standardization. We, we should make maybe even metaverse. I've heard metaverse conversation <laughs> standardization. And um, 
it's interesting. So you've gotten a lot of valuable feedback, probably and given a lot of valuable feedback. I mean, Charlie three is kind of integral part of a lot of these protocols, I would assume too, because yeah, yeah. I mean, we're partners with, with most you. of them, or we just, you know, haven't talked uh, far enough down the line because nobody knows, like they don't know when they're launching yet. So, so someone like mm. Ardana, like we talked to them for a long time, but stable coins aren't easy to, to create. So uh, they're just like, well, we'll see when it comes down to it, right? But most of the other projects in there, you know, like um, Optum, Indigo, Sunday, you know, like, yeah, we're, we're, we have dealings with a lot of the people. Oh, Jiro Wallet as well, obviously. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So that's good to know that things are going smoothly and IOG is getting more involved. Mm hmm. There, no. and you, you're right about the NFT thing. There's been people talking about a uh, CNFT NFT alliance. Guild. Yeah, yeah. They call it, I think they say Alliance Guild like interchangeably now, but you guys yeah. have started something really cool. And it makes so much sense because you look on Ethereum and, and you look early days like Aave and Compound Synthetics mm -hmm. and you think, I wonder why, or even Chainlink, I, like it just makes sense to make an alliance too because you guys can all kind of work together and work on standards. Maybe Cardano especially needs that maybe right now yeah. just to... New tech, new Plutus, things of that nature. I don't know if you want to speak on that real quick before we get. No, into I this. I totally agree with you. I mean, we're obviously Cardano is rife with uh, problems as they continue to invent a new code language. Like people don't really realize that it's not like anything edge. else. You know, most <laughs> actually most people I talk to in Twitter spaces uh, come up and ask like, "Well, why?" you know, why is Cardano so slow? Like, or why, why do you need to exist of Chainlink? And I'm like, what? And then the thing is like, they don't actually yeah. even know that Cardano is built on a different language that hasn't been invented before, you know, like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. So uh, the people just, it, education is the most important thing, I think uh, around that, but yeah, creating the standards on, on Cardano is definitely something that's, that's needed now when it's just kind of like the last bit of the home stretch to to get things live and like sunday's going live uh in four days now i think but again it's it's gonna be a bit of a slaughterhouse because yeah. people are gonna think that it's just gonna be perfect everything's gonna be listed you're gonna have full trading ecosystem lot no it's gonna be super slow like a couple transactions here <laughs> and there they just want to get it up and testing and then the rest of us can start getting coins out there and and other things it's not just them other dexes are doing the same thing a, a adax is launching a few days after you know like uh, their decks and uh we definitely need to to come up with some sort of uh standard tech stuff to to make sure that uh everyone else building in the future can have an easier time of onboarding into the ecosystem 100 percent. so pi explained it to me like essentially like this on the same twitter space where i kind of talked to you briefly yeah yeah he was there and, for a while yeah yeah and and i asked him uh and he was explaining what maybe the benefits are of going to Plutus and the EU TXO model for DeFi. And it right. was, it came down to composability. It came down to security. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you a similar question when it comes to Cardano and maybe data and oracles, is there any nuances that you could foresee that maybe can make different outcomes with oracles? I'm trying to frame this in a way that's super, <laughs> there might be an insight that you have that might, you know, be unique. Yeah, that, obviously yeah. The, the, with Cardano and Oracles, I mean, there's things that are built right now or, or the current concepts and then 
future concepts though things like hydra they can that can help us out i'm not sure if you're familiar with with hydra how, yeah how, could you i'm not super familiar so sure, I'll, I'll give you to... like this the super high level overview that that i can break it down into so hydra is basically a layer two operation uh like a second project running on chain that uh is in theory so far will allow basically an infinite block size to be created so if something becomes congested a little bit, it just instantly creates a, a larger block. So the congestion only takes up the same percentage. So percentage is continually universal. You'll never have higher or lower gas fees, which is what happens on uh, Ethereum right now, right? So if you have this block of stuff, it's being filled up with all this data and now it's congested, right? And you have 85% filled wow. up and then, and then now your gas fees go through the roof because there's so much happening. But with with the Hydra model is that, say, you know, you have you want to sit it at five percent and now this block has started increasing uh, or sorry, the uh, the congestion starts increasing. So now the block ends up increasing to keep the same. And we're back after some quick technical difficulties, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. So as you were saying. So Hydra, uh, the whole thing for Hydra is a layer two. Uh, it increases scalability basically infinitely by increasing block size relative to the congestion on, on that block or for the transactions on that block. So the blocks can expand for whatever yeah. the load is. Continually expanding block size dependent on load to keep it at the exact same percentage. So your gas fees never increase because there's never more of that block being used. So it's, it's constant adaptation. I yeah that that was such a great explanation. I've never heard Hydra explained just so like consumer centrically. Where I, I could that's understand my whole it. job is dumb it down as much as possible. No, and, yeah. I, hey, listen, man. I don't even take yeah. offense because I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, that brings about a bunch of questions. I won't ask you right here, but like, that's so interesting. So let me ask you a different question pertaining to Charlie Three. What kinds of data sources, you know? pertaining to real fi not necessarily DeFi, but real fi could you see the oracle or are you excited for the oracle potentially yeah project so, bar, like like environmental or whatever you know i'd love to hear your thoughts on this yeah there's there's different things that we can provide for and some of the the projects that we're dealing with right now that are kind of coming up so like we talked to a project called uh go key recently they say uh like a real estate thing they're trying to do peer-to-peer -peer sales in real estate instead of having to deal with banks and stuff but through crypto okay. so what they need is continual pricing or housing market prices right so like that that pulls into it we have uh sports teams that are looking at using us in in the states again i can't say who but uh looking at uh what our the sports Oracle team. System. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, what are they looking yeah. at the Oracle system for? So, so the what they want team. is yeah. the content, like it's a soccer, uh, a soccer federation, basically uh, looking to grab a bunch of uh, data from all of their, their games and system or like across the, across the season and using all of that data on, on wins and strikes and whatever the usual statistics, but using it to pay out, um, like bonuses to players and to other people who have bet on the games and stuff uh, based on what values come out of, of wins and things. So it's more of a, a continual aggregated uh, safe. I don't know. Don't pull data. the data from the, 
Patriots last game, please. <laughs> like that's one one Oracle I don't want to see real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so a lot of you know sports networks will have APIs based uh, to talk about all of the updated scores from different games, and basically we just take all that in and make sure it's correct because uh, some places will also um, miss represent scores on you know from their network sometimes right so like uh, and it's the same thing with um on-chain data for for different prices of of different uh, cryptos and stuff sometimes it's slightly different in a different area because it hasn't updated yet so we just want to take as many of those things as possible to try and pay out uh different things like uh, gambling and betting operations but also uh player bonuses based on how well they've done uh in comparison to other people. So they're still refining exactly what they want to use the system for, but you know, there's more people that are trying to use uh, oracles and, and blockchain stuff, but most of them are using, trying to use Cardano, like coming to Cardano because of the security of it. Okay. Yeah. Why why is that actually on the security? Yeah. So this is kind of something that we didn't, we, I didn't get to answer the question because we got into the hydro conversation, which was, uh, you asked like what what's the bonuses of of Cardano, right? The the reason it's more secure in, in a very simple way is that Haskell is a very old language. It's from like the seventies, I think late seventies or eighties or something like that. So it's had a lot of time to highly refine itself. I'll say in its in its elegance, and because it's old and very complex. Not a lot of people know how to use it properly and it's difficult, really difficult to use. So that makes it more secure because there's less people dealing with it. And the, the trend, like the computations are a higher level. Oh, really? So it's just that simple. It's just really that simple. It's, it's, <laughs> it's old, it's more refined. There's less flexibility within it, which also means that it takes a lot longer to try and build because things don't just accidentally work like ethereum the problem with the the bonus and problems with things like ethereum uh solidity or go python whatever rust is that they're more flexible so you can do more with them however that flexibility also invites more attack so so you you have to be a little more exact when you're using haskell yeah people call it like the rocket science of computer science like it's just yeah, it's way that up. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's mathematically kind of has to be proven for it to work, opposed mm-hmm. to accidentally stumbling into something that may work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, where so where are you guys with like outsourcing some of these nodes? Because you have Sunday Swap. They got Charlie Three Token. They're using that to pay for the data for you know, the price feed potentially. Right. So I'll just correct you a little bit. There is the DEXs don't actually need us uh, at all. Okay. So the way that DEXs work with their data is that they have the liquidity pools within their systems. And then when things get taken out, it just automatically updates the price, you know, put in or taken out. So DEXs don't actually use us for, for data unless they have different systems like doing their, uh, like if pancake swap has all of their different pools, their, their farming pools and stuff, then you would use oracles for that kind of thing. That's really interesting. Now, would mm-hmm. you ever use a DEX for a data source? Oh yeah, absolutely. We take we take uh, all of the DEXs APIs as data sources. So yeah, not just centralized exchanges, but DEXs 
Or- oh yeah, we prefer DEXs, yeah, because they have you know they're also decentralized as well. So we will take the the centralized exchange uh, nodes and stuff, and we'll take APIs from like uh, Coin Market Cap and Coin Gecko and and everywhere, right? So the the more points of data we have, the better truth uh, value that we can come up with. Okay. Now back to this um, outsourcing these nodes because I was listening to a interview you guys did with. Um, Hashoshi, yeah. How do you say it? He's a great, incredible, fantastic guy. Yeah. And it was. It seemed like at that point, which may have been a bit of time ago, you were keeping everything in house. Yeah, we are not. Uh, No. So we we initially were going to start with that and just have like our first five or ten, just us, so we knew we could manage it. But we've had so many like better people, yeah, than ourselves. Uh, apply at this point and a lot of our api sources even want to run nodes and these are people who have been doing it for Chainlink for like a really long time and other uh sources and and running uh high level uh data staking pools and you know they're just very technical uh very tech savvy people that have had a lot of experience in, in running different types of node operations and pools and in servers on for different operations. So uh, we're going to have them doing it and we're not going to have any ourselves. We're just going to help them make sure that they have the right system set up. But to begin with, it will be like 20 more trusted people that we know are tech savvy and we know we can, we can, they can uh, roll through the, the potential challenges we're going to have when we start setting it up uh, easily until we get a more well-rounded uh, way of actually, you know, signing up to be a node operator and the tech is like set and we're good and we don't have to worry about it. And then we'll just kind of have like an automatic system uh, on our website where other people could come and just sign up and become a node operator as long as they have the required uh, amount of C3. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay. So yeah. it'll kind of, uh, you know, decentralize become, yeah, out. More and more as we go. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So, to, and, and give more people, like more regular people, the chance to become a, a node operator. Yeah. So you guys are kind of leading the space for oracles on Cardano. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Without, I like, would think so. Yeah. The only ones I'm not so sure about are, um, and like, I'm just not so sure about where their progress is, is the piggy oracle, but they're kind of newer. I think our guys that. are taking a look at their code and it's not as like, um, secure but uh i don't know like i'm not a technical minded person so but i would say I yeah you, we're, we're definitely yeah. as a front four yeah at the four of it cool man so what are you like i guess we're kind of winding into the last few questions i got a fun question for you too damon Perfect. but um what are you kind of most excited about on two fronts the first front is obviously going to be <laughs> i guess charlie three's impact with the next, you know, like leg, leg up of, of this, I guess, 2022. Yeah. Just the forming it's it, we're in an interesting moment, man. You know, we're in the yeah. forming of this, of a lot of these ecosystems. So it, there's like a legacy to kind of imprint. I could see and really help build a foundation, but like, and, and then also after that, I'll get to the DeFi Alliance. What are you most excited about be, having Charlie three be part of that? But yeah, right. feel free to take one after another. And then I got a final fun question for you. Yeah, I think both of those will just shove together because I think they're they're okay. synonymous, really. They kind of are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, 
just because it's so cool um, watching you guys um, like the it's it's the lions that's what it is yeah, yeah. it is and it, it's really neat i mean it's not perfect at the moment we're, we're still debating on a lot of things like everybody has different uh, ideas you know some things are split uh, more some members some projects are more vocal and involved than others are uh but that's just going to happen and without that debate and and everything it's nothing happens really right we just stick where we're at and we start building multiple different systems and then it all gets confused so i'm really excited for us having those debates and coming up with more accepted standards and ideas and you know marketing and support just in general for for other people even just the fact that we've created it it gives support and legitimacy almost to the ecosystem in general so that's exciting for one and we have a lot more planned it's still very you know infant we've had like five meetings we're just coming up with policies and governance uh, structures right now so um it's pretty cool uh what we're doing there i'm I'm excited, obviously, for the ecosystem just gets started in general, like just the, the, the tiny trickles of it with the DEXs, some DEXs launching, uh, NFT some projects small, starting to go. Obviously, the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, NFT <laughs> projects starting to get bigger, you know, see NFT projects uh, coming together and, and having utility finally, instead of NFTs just being crap art, you know. Um, so utility (laughs) NFTs are really cool. We're starting, this just happened in a conversation yesterday with, um, an, a CNFT project called clumsy ghosts. Um, I own a couple. Oh, dude, perfect. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. This is the alpha, man. You're going to, you're going to, yeah, there is some extra alpha. I was just talking to Elias, the the creator of that yesterday. And he actually did our website. I, I was his, uh, pathway in, into crypto so i'm glad that he he found his own way as well and so we have some sort of collaboration coming up there with what they're wanting to do with with their ghosties uh so you know hold on but that'll be the first time i'll hold man yeah that that'll be the first one <laughs> that'll be like us integrating with an nft for utility not just like giving them pricing data or something you know so mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be, that'll be a first. We, we haven't seen that before. And that just came out. I was just talking to them about conferences and stuff. And then they were like, Oh, well, we're, this is what we're doing. I said, well, what about using us? They're like, Oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff is really interesting to me that, that, that those two worlds of, of crypto are starting to merge together. Um, uh, one thing I'm not excited about, I know this wasn't your problem, but your, your question is just the continuation of meme coins and crap shit coins so yeah they they continue to exist uh but we'll we'll see how it goes i mean it's not even live like the system yeah 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 it's 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 interesting i mean yeah yeah (laughs) it's not the best first look for a newcomer to only have meme coins to you know potentially have as like their cardano portfolio investments um that's where education comes in though right for sure and and like to play the devil's advocate on myself here is that i've met a lot of people that are now great traders uh and bit got involved with other projects that came into crypto based on buying shib or doge right that was their in and then yeah and then it it uh it exposed them to the rest of crypto so it was like is it horribly bad i mean who's to say yeah, I, yeah it wasn't my inroad i came yeah. in right through bitcoin and then everything else kind of from there but i i i 
you know, came in yeah. that way. So I learned the fundamentals of that first. Yeah. Um, I landed in Cardano though. That's really where I'm, I'm focusing right now. Cause I do think the game is kind of coming to, to us, so to speak as an ecosystem. Yeah. Now, now it is for sure. And I, I just, sorry, just following up. I'm just yeah, really no. excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just really no, excited for, for the, the birth of, of this to, to get rolling for sure on, on Cardano and just the mass adoption in the world. Like I can't go anywhere without somebody asking me about crypto at this point. You know, like it's insane. Almost everybody that asks me, "Look, what do you do?" and I say, "Oh, I work in crypto." Oh my god! Like, and then they know someone, or they've done it, or I'm walking around the the mall or or coffee shop, and people are talking about crypto. (laughs) You know, or it's online, like some like Nervos and and um, Nervos Networks got ads all over the place on YouTube now, and uh, obviously, crypto.com is is everywhere, you know, at, at this Sports point. Like, stadiums, you know. Yeah, so it's like. Crazy. FTX, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's pretty nuts. So is the, uh, or yeah, like Adidas did it. The like Vancouver Canucks are starting to look at doing tokenization for some of their stuff. Like I Really? Uh, I didn't even hear that. That's really Yeah, just, just for like jerseys and like NFTs, just for merchandising and stuff and not for ticketing and things yet, but. Um, I've talked, I've heard of, uh, like another chain that's building, that's purely based on like a a ticketing format and doing NFTs with, with merchandising and food and different things for events, you know, like this is the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to. I think the Patriots actually are looking into making a Patriot coin. I've seen an article about that actually. Yeah. So So I don't even know what that's going to be, but yeah. So like that, that's, that's a, that's, that's kind of where I'm excited for because now now we're not dealing with just whatever the price of Bitcoin is and the tech behind it and the, the having models and when it drops. I mean, if that was the case, we wouldn't, we would have dropped so far out of Bitcoin uh, pricing right now. We, we would have been in bear market already if we were following the norm. The thing that's keeping up the market now is adoption. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's penetrating our regular culture and regular industry. And now who's to say what happens and that could be scary or exciting or both and i'm i'm on the both team scary and exciting okay so i just wanted to ask this david while i got you man please please uh what are these meetings like with the DeFi alliance is there like a is there like a zoom (laughs) kind of long you know table that you guys all kind of sit and like speak your piece (laughs) it's just it's just a big zoom meeting uh it's pretty just yeah yeah, everybody just jumps in and and we bring up different topics uh basically and and we say what do we what's our most needed thing right now you know what kind of people do we need uh running different areas you know who wants to volunteer for what who's actually best suited for it and we have a lot of discussion in a discord group uh outside of that you know outside of our main meetings so the main meetings are more so just bringing up the points that we need to tackle and then we deal with mm. it on the side. Um, and right now, a lot of the conversation is around uh, SIPs. Uh, I'm not sure if you're fully aware, but they're called CIPs um, and basically different protocols for, for main function on Cardano. It's, it's very technical, like technologically intense. I do not understand them at all. So I just leave that to the techie brains. Um, I've heard that term in a past interview I've done. Yeah. I forget what it means, but I remember them explaining it i think it was an on-chain nft project that i had on okay i i don't i don't do you do you have like a brief overview i do not i do not know about sips at all that's like that's deeper level stuff i i'm not (laughs) 
yeah, um, yeah. it's all I do it'll, need to, it'll hit us yeah. later so yeah. i do need to look into it but right now it's too man it's, uh, that's good to know a lot of it is just like a lot of it is debate of we bring up this uh right now our our, our main chiefs are uh uh, Benjamin from M Labs and Eric from Indigo, their CEO, and those are our our main two guys. Legends, um, yeah, like, fantastic. All you and guys, I'm, really. Yeah, like. and I'm the, <laughs> and I was voted as uh, like uh, PR chief, uh, so I'll be doing oh, nice. all of, all of the outside or yeah, outside speaking for that. And IOHK was happy about that too. Uh, so so it's basically right now figuring out those things but then also debating you know we'll say well we think this is kind of how this should go or that this is how we should tackle this or this is how these people are thinking or this is the market sentiment on this and people uh will chime in uh the different project leaders usually a lot of it's like pi or Dwayne cameron from liquids uh eric my my whole team basically myself jonas and and uh uh robert and uh the other folks, some people are more silent because I mean, sometimes it's just another person said exactly what you were feeling. So there's no reason to pipe up. Right. So it's a lot of just, uh, that basically a lot of debate going forward. And usually by the end of the meeting, we agree on a couple of things that we need to push. And then we have further discussions and debates on it in our discord. And then, uh, we sometimes have different conversations back and forth between them. And then also, Certain members are now, again, as we define roles, uh, meeting with certain people from the IOHK. And then, yeah, so we're just separating and making sure that it's more efficient that way. So I deal with, I'll, I'll be dealing with Tim uh, Harrison that runs 360 mostly, um, and uh, Johnny Nguyen that's doing uh, DCF. And uh, the other guys, Eric and Ben, are going to be dealing with uh, the other top brass and Pi will be dealing with uh, the top dev people like Simon and John. Uh, so it's it's becoming more and more efficient and, and that's where we're getting to. So uh, hopefully the growing pains don't last too much longer. So many iterations to the conclusions, much discussion. That yeah. seems very healthy to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really yeah. good. And I'm glad there is discussion because sometimes... You get into certain meetings and like nobody wants to talk. <laughs> like, come <Yeah>. on, come. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, you know, it seems like there the Cardano ecosystem has followed suit with you guys once again, and these discussions. Because right now, with so much ability to innovate, it's almost like, well, should we just innovate whatever we want, or should we kind of? you know, figure out where the puck is going, so to speak, so we can make this compatible across the board, or at least in line where we don't have all these different things, verticals going completely different directions. Yeah. Well, basically every, every project was starting to build their own version of the PAB, you know, and own their own scalability functions instead of focusing on Hydra and, and they still are like meld and, and I think liquid are, are both building different scalability options outside of Okay. Hydra. But yeah, like when everybody's scrambling to try and figure out how to make it the system work, why not just get together and come up with something yourselves? You know, to and uh I think it was a long time coming. It should have happened like seven, eight months ago, but we're all too busy building still and had so many other problems. And now most of these projects within the alliance are like ready to launch. We're just waiting on uh figuring out the code together for that's the awesome. PAD. Yeah. That's that's really exciting. All right, David, I don't want to keep you too long, man. Thanks for well, thanks for coming out here with um 
you know, the big C, but I do want to ask you, <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to ask you a fun question, man. Perfect. I ask all my guests this question and, uh, you know, we don't want this to happen to you, man, but I, I figure the least I can do is keep this video up just so that way you could live in infamy. So here's the, here's the question, man. If you were to die, okay, you're, you're dead, you, right? You mean, you mean me personally? You personally. Okay. One guy, okay, okay. Yeah. one guy, personal, one guy. You've said everything you need to do your family, your friends, yeah. uh, your acquaintances. What would you like? And again, we don't want this to happen, man. Lock it out with, but um, what would you like the Cardano ecosystem to kind of remember you for slash a word of advice, caution, or just inspiration that we can all kind of take away and just continue to live by or kind of add it to our toolkit. Yeah. Okay. So what would I, what would I, sorry, the first part was what would I want the Cardano ecosystem to, to remember me by? Yeah. 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 You could answer it each part yeah Yeah, for for me on that one it would just be uh remember me for being like really like personable and accessible to to the community and really supporting like a a community focused growth uh instead of individual right like uh, we're all here for the same sort of reason so let's work together you know and and that's what i i like to to show that to people and because I've been in so many different groups in my crypto journey so far where it's impossible <laughs> to get a hold of the upper brass, you know, yeah. like you can't at all. And I like to be accessible to, to everyone, you know, so I, I would like to, to have that. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to have that as something I'm, I'm remembered for is, is being a, a personable, uh, nice guy that, uh, helps to educate instead of just tossing you off to the side, like some greedy money hungry monster. <laughs> um and then as far as word of advice goes is <laughs> i say this on on most of my my twitter spaces is that um to remember that you know people are still people and and just meeting each other online and, and dealing with everything online does does not fill fill us up properly you know like as a person you, you get a little bit too uh robotish sitting behind a computer and, and you don't really remember what that interaction or the that emotion is with other people so just remember to get up and and, and go see your friends meet people meet friends that you've met online uh you know when you don't feel like getting out make sure you go out it's all about new experiences like life is about new experiences uh crypto is a new experience too but uh remember that you're still a human and there's a big world out there and we gotta try and take care of it and take care of yourself at the same time uh, i'm not super great at doing that uh the, the taking care of myself <laughs> part but i do get out all the time i always carve out time when there's friends like i work 24 7 but if i got a friend that comes in that i haven't seen in a while boom i'm out i don't care what work's doing you gotta take you gotta remember to to live the life that, that's out there and not just get stuck on a computer that we're used to from the last two years yeah and that also kind of refreshes and it kind of gives you a new perspective or at least new energy to yeah do work better right like yeah just get your head out of the space like i i go rock climbing every couple of days just oh, to, just sense. to get yeah. my head head out of, of everything and go mingle with people that have no idea about crypto things and it's the only time anywhere that i can put my phone away and i never think about it for hours you know but are you on I'm, the west coast or you don't have to say it. are you in I, the I'm a, I live in a place called saskatoon in oh you're uh, in middle of canada canada 
Yep. Yeah. And it's, so I just do it. It's an indoor rock climbing gym, but it's just that's where really, the, have you ever seen uh, grown ups <laughs> with uh, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler? Isn't that where the, the high pitched guy? Yeah. They say he's, he, he's from Saskatchewan, which is a mix of the oh, okay, province okay, that okay. we live in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a mix of the province we live in and my city. So it's Saskatchewan that I live in, but the city is uh, Saskatoon. Fun so, fact, man, I was in that movie because I'm from uh, Massachusetts. So I was actually yeah. at the water park that day. And I remember <laughs> he was really, he was yoked. Like, That's funny. He was, yeah, he like, was pretty like large. I, that guy's huge. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really great, great I was spot an extra, man. It was crazy. But um, really cool. awesome. So we will remember that advice, Damon. And we will also remember you, man, because it's true. Like I asked Damon, I talked to him for what, five seconds on Twitter. I just kind of kept my Yeah, I didn't know who you were. And you're like, you want to do an interview? I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. That's how it happened. So I appreciate you, man. I really do. And I hope that it was a good interview. I hope I got the better ones for sure. It's just more organic. You just talk and riff and that's, that's awesome. It's fun, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was fun. I'll say it that way at least, but um, I appreciate you, Damon. I'll talk to you for a quick second. Um, but I'm going to pause the recording. I'll just Perfect. say my goodbyes. But for the J Crypto audience, um, anything that you want to say for Charlie 3, where they can follow Charlie 3 and the updates and things of that nature? Real Absolutely. Quick? So our Twitter at uh, Oracle Charlie 3 is uh, probably the best spot where we're going to have everything pop up first. Uh, Charlie3.io is the website. And I would love for anyone who's seeing this right now to go, at, if you have a voting account for Catalyst, to go and check out our proposal for uh, free community price feeds where we will be providing free data to new projects uh, to start the ecosystem better oh wow okay that's cool i'll put all of those things in the description below too, so people can just go right and click on them um awesome j crypto audience thanks for hanging out with me and damon and obviously damon yeah and myself we're out take care guys see ya